Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Good morning. My name's Nicholas Harry Callis. And this is the Fan Early Morning Show. It's the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. And you can apply online at 84lumber.com. It's time to wake up, but you can kind of ease your way into the morning. Perhaps you're just up at this hour like me. You've gotten into a routine over the last few months. Maybe you got a job that you usually work, but, you know, the routine's still hitting you and you're here. So that's good. I know it's still... Kind of the holiday stretch here. New Year's coming up in a couple days. And my favorite holiday of the year, my birthday, is tomorrow. So I will not be here. I don't usually work Fridays anyway. But, you know, just to double down, I'll be celebrating my birthday out of the office tomorrow. So happy to do that. I'm here with some family of mine. But no matter what reason you're up, maybe you are working this morning and that's fine. But, uh, yeah, a healthy dose of sports talk coming up. For the next half hour or so before the fan morning show main. So I'll get you eased into there regardless. That's what I do on this show, whether it's the holiday stretch or whether it's any normal week. It's, you know, let's ease you into the fan morning show. Now, a couple things to go over. Let's start with this one. How, uh, how devalued may quarterbacks become in the next few years? And I asked that question specifically because of two quarterbacks, two case studies that we have from this season. Deshaun Watson's number one, where you pay the guy a lot of money. Like, I'm sorry, not just a lot of money. That's an understatement. The most money... Anyone in the NFL has ever made guaranteed. You give him that money, and he's suspended for the first half of his first season. And then in season number two, he doesn't stay healthy. And then the Joe Flacco guy comes in and creates more success, more consistent success than the highly paid quarterback. Sorry, that's also an understatement. Not the highly paid quarterback. The highest paid in history quarterback, Deshaun Watson. And then case study number two, the more recent news that has since come out. Russell Wilson will be benched for the final two weeks of this NFL season for financial flexibility's sake, apparently they would have to pay him more money if he got hurt in the final two games of the year. They're going to bench him. 
And then he's expected to get cut in March. Mm-hmm. There's a lesser case study where maybe Daniel Jones, after the quarterback carousel that's gone on with the New York Giants this year, might have problems finding a starting job, and he just got paid a boatload of money. Yeah, all these quarterbacks getting paid, the the, the Kansas City Chiefs have had a slow decline since paying Patrick Mahomes, having to get rid of some stars to make that work. Now, they did just win a Super Bowl, but they're a little more whiny this year than they have been in recent years. So, I mean, that's whatever it's going to be. If, if you win the Super Bowl, you're fine. They're struggling this season, so maybe they're not the best of examples. But, yeah, paying Patrick Mahomes is showing its tax now on the team and on the talent around the team. They've got to get rid of stars, and they've got to try to make things work with younger or underpaid players. And right now, they're still leading their division, but they're a nine-win Chiefs team at this point in the season. Something you, you didn't expect from the reigning Super Bowl champions. So I just ask, I mean, with all of the backup quarterback success we're seeing, Jared Stidham is to start the next two games for the Broncos. And and again, Russell Wilson will be riding Broncos country from the bench as he expects to get cut and then when the offseason begins. Is there still a market now for quarterbacks? We had the running back strike that was going on. It wasn't an official strike, but you know what I mean. They were... They were all whining in the offseason that they weren't getting paid enough for the workload that they received. I mean, is it is it finally going to balance back out? Perhaps quarterbacks are going to start to be valued less like we're seeing that turnaround in the NFL economy now based on how well some of these third-string quarterbacks are doing. I mean, Brock Purdy's even a good example of why not to pay – certain quarterbacks early on. I mean, he was drafted in the seventh round. He was drafted late. And look how well he's been doing. Trey Lance is now on the Dallas Cowboys, and Trey Lance was a top pick, first-round pick. And injuries made room for Brock Purdy to come in, and now look how well Brock Purdy's doing. So, the investment in quarterbacks in the NFL is going to be a really interesting landscape moving forward. I mean, does another team think they could pick up Russell Wilson? I'm sure somebody would be interested in him. I don't know for how much in particular. I mean, Wilson, I believe, is a $37 million dead cap hit with like $19 million, $18 million. For the second year, so he's going to be on their books for a couple of years. He's making plenty of money. I don't know if he would get another contract based on how well, another large contract based on how well he's played for the Broncos. So I just think it poses an interesting question, an interesting theory. Like, what's going to happen in the NFL quarterback economy or the entire economy of the NFL? What players are going to start to be valued? I think that the quarterback value should 
not go down by a significant amount, but I would think that smart teams would not spend over a hundred million or invest over a hundred million in one single quarterback ever again. I mean, that experiment just seems to have failed all the teams that decided to most of the teams. I'm not going to say all of them. I'm sure there's one or two teams out there that has benefited from investing that much money in quarterback. I just can't think of it right now or think of that specific example, but there's a there are many, many examples of large investments that have not worked out. And in just thinking of the Russell Wilson deal that sent him to the Broncos, I mean, think about how well the Seahawks have done based on the assets that they received in that deal. They also found Geno Smith to be their guy, and they invested over $100 million in him. I mean, they're not lighting the world on fire, and I do indeed hope that they lose to the Steelers this weekend. But they got a lot of assets out of the deal, and they left the Broncos maybe not struggling necessarily, but still, I mean, no Russell Wilson as an effective quarterback, and they got to pay him dead cap money. In all likelihood, it seems they're going to cut him in the offseason. Just interesting. Just food for thought for you. If you want to call and join the conversation at any point in time, you're welcome to get a phone line. 412-928-9370 is the phone number you can reach me at. You can also talk to me on X at Callus underscore 33 is my Twitter handle. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. And we can have a conversation. If you want to make a comment to me on X, you're welcome to. How about the Pittsburgh Penguins yesterday winning 7 to nothing against the New York Islanders the day, or I guess the night after, I said that they were too old and they were playing too slow. How about that? I still think they have some looming problems, but it was inspiring to see such a secure win like that. 7 nothing. Penguins win yesterday in their next game. They actually got two games over the weekend, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. They play the Islanders again, but they'll do that in Pittsburgh on Sunday, and then Saturday they play the St. Louis Blues. They come back home, and there's a three-game home stretch that ends on Tuesday, January the 2nd, first game of 2024 at 7.30 against the Washington Capitals. So a three-game home stretch coming up for the Penguins after finishing their road trip, their two-game road trip, with a 7 nothing win over the New York Islanders. All right, let's move on. The uh, The big story, um, perhaps the one you've all been waiting for, Mason Rudolph spoke yesterday, and perhaps I'm not the first person to uh, break some of these quotes that he has said, but these are the first I'm hearing of them, uh, the first I get to talk about them since he talked yesterday. So let's go over them a little bit. This was the big one. This was the big one. Uh, Just listen to this question. Listen to this answer. uh, It involves the communication among the quarterbacks on the team to and from Mason Rudolph. Here it is. How much conversation was there on the sidelines on Saturday between you and Mitch and and Kenny just about what you all were seeing? Yeah, a lot. Um, They were very helpful. Um, You know, I uh, got a lot of respect and, and enjoy their company. 
very much, both of them. And, and um, there's always a great, no matter who's, no matter who's played, man. There's been great communication, and, and um, everyone is truly trying to, you know, uh, make the other make the other person better. Find, you know, find a find a nugget if they see something, you know, suggest something that's truly going to help us out, opposed to, you know. Other, there's been other times where it's not a co- co- as cohesive as a group and people aren't as forthcoming with, hey, look, how, how do we help? Yeah, that's a shot at Ben Roethlisberger. That is absolutely the, the other times he's talking about. Definitely Ben Roethlisberger. I don't have the clip to play for you, but do you remember uh, a couple years ago when the Steelers played the Detroit Lions and tied and Mason was asked a similar question? Hey, did Ben talk to you before... You went and played, and Mason was like, eh, eh, you know, he gave us that very, he gave us that great quote. Uh, no. Yeah, now he was like, you know what? We got a great group of, of guys. We got a great group of quarterbacks. Everybody's communicating. We're trying to win. Yeah, definitely a shot at Ben, ben Roethlisberger there. And I did find it ironic. I, I, I've seen, I've seen, these comments come to light. Ben Roethlisberger has actually been a supporter of Mason Rudolph. Now, I think Ben Roethlisberger is just talking and has a podcast because Ben Roethlisberger enjoys the, um, I think he enjoys having attention on him. I think he enjoys being an influencer. It's great now that he's saying, if he is, you know, if he means what he says. It's great now that that he believes that Mason Rudolph is a great quarterback. And, or not, no, he didn't say it was great. Mason Rudolph played great. But even before the weekend, Ben Roethlisberger said, give Mason a chance. It's great that he says that now. It would have been real nice if Ben Roethlisberger would have had that same attitude when he was still on the Steelers. I think Ben just had something. I I surmise it was something about that, that loss to the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs during 2020 and just the weirdest year for sports and life in general. And I think that he wanted to come back and he wanted to make the most impact that he could before he was pushed out the door and had to retire. Marquise Pouncey, that being his last game of his Steelers career in that playoff game against the Browns, I think is heartbreaking. And I don't want to garner sympathy, but while I'm critically thinking in my head right now on the fly, you can kind of feel for those guys to have such illustrious careers only to end in a loss like that. Like, I get it. And Ben didn't want that. But if you're not playing because of circumstances you can't control, I mean, Mason did not deserve, Mason Rudolph did not deserve the treatment that Ben Roethlisberger had given. And I think it's too little too late to hear from, from Ben about his supportive comments of Mason Rudolph. And I think Mason's fine to, to, to go out there and say these things. Like, yeah, it, always, it hasn't always been this way. 
in years past. We got a great quarterback room now. We're communicating for sure. Any little nuggets you want to throw out there? Yes, they're trying to help the team win. I want to win too, and I'm glad that I have the support to do that. I mean, that's what he's saying. Definitely a shot of Ben Roethlisberger. Definitely a reference to Ben Roethlisberger. And Mason wanted people to know that. And maybe maybe he's playing with that too. Maybe there's that intangible, as they're called. The intangibles. Mason Rudolph has an intangible. Perhaps he's playing a little better with the with the feelings that he has toward Ben and their history. That he's playing better because he wants to show the world, like, you know what? I am good enough. There's a reason that they had a first-round grade on me. As, as he was a first-round graded quarterback. Of the, yeah, you know the deal. But, you know, th- th- there's a reason I'm here. I was supposed to be the guy. And I am talented. Don't forget about me. I can do this. Maybe there's that extra edge. That he has now because of how he was treated in the past. And and he handles himself very well. Like, I have respect for Mason Rudolph being able to handle himself the way he has. You know, you, you, you could be a jerk. And you could be selfish in the environment that you've been in. But, I mean, he has been nothing but what seemed like a team guy. And I give him the right. You want to go and you want to make a reference to Ben Roethlisberger for not being supportive? Sure. I'm with it. Like, I'm good with it. I have a lot of respect for Mason Rudolph. And maybe maybe the way he was treated will help him play better and help the Steelers make a playoff push down the stretch. <gasps> a playoff push. Ah, I know some of you cringe at that term. I know some of you deep down, you want the Steelers to lose out. Mike Tomlin can have his first losing season and maybe a real change will be made. <gasps> Scary. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about, a little bit more, I should say, because this is not a new conversation, but we can talk more about who should start on Sunday. 412-928-9370. If you want to voice your opinion about anything, that's uh, that's the number. You can get a phone line. I'll talk to you. You can also talk to me through X. At Callus underscore three three, that's C A L L A S underscore three three. Mentioned me in a post, and I respond to those whether it's uh, on the keyboard or over the air. Here, just uh, give me a mention in a post, and I'll address it. As, uh, as the more interesting it is, the more likely I am to to give you a response. So you're welcome to talk to me on X. And again, 412-928-9370 is the phone number. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. I'll be right back to talk about uh, who should start at quarterback on Sunday against the Seahawks. Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett. We'll continue that discussion, and we'll continue more discussions about the Steelers when I return. This is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 23 Silverado 1500s, up to $7,500 in rebates. Go to SunChevy.com today. High of 51, low of 41. It's drizzling right now and should stop. Just be mostly overcast throughout the day. Then tomorrow, Friday, high of 41, low of 34. It's going to be cold, too, over the New Year's Eve weekend. It's going to be uh, highs around the 40s all weekend. So it's going to be cold. It's going to get cold for the New Year. That's fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. It's morning. It's December 28th. And we're talking about who should start at quarterback. Or really, we've been talking about a lot. We talked about the economy of of quarterbacks and uh, how disastrous some of the big contracts have been. Russell Wilson being the main one, considering he's the most recent quarterback to, you know, be uh, exposed for not doing very well. So, um, Also talking about the Penguins, they won seven to nothing against the New York Islanders in their game yesterday, and now they come back home and they start a home stretch. So that'll be exciting to witness after such a big win. Perhaps they can get it done again. They do play the Islanders again on Sunday on New Year's Eve. So they'll get that rematch, except they'll get the rematch at home. Might Provide an opportunity for the Islanders to get revenge, but hopefully not. Hopefully the Penguins can repeat against them at the least. They also play the St. Louis Blues on Saturday and then the Washington Capitals for the first game of 2024. That's scheduled for Tuesday, January the 2nd. Yeah, who should start a quarterback? That's the that's the big one. Um, Mike Tomlin has not officially said Mason Rudolph is starting, but there's just a lot of indications that, indeed, Kenny Pickett will be on the bench and not starting. And then uh, Mason Rudolph will get a, another opportunity. I, I still think Mike Tomlin is is uh, 
taking the convenience of the entire situation and using it to his advantage. Mason Rudolph does deserve another look, and I don't think uh, I don't think Mike Tomlin wants to be ridiculed for um, for the decision that he's going to make, where it's like, oh, you're giving up on Kenny. Ooh, no, he wants to avoid that, I believe, and that's why he's not making any official announcements. But it seems it seems likely that Mason Rudolph is going to start again against the Seahawks, and I think he's he's earned it. I think that he holds himself very well. When he's off the field, I think that he's a guy that uh, you can find respect for. And the way that he played, I mean, if he can play like that for the rest of the season and maybe through a playoff push for the Steelers, why wouldn't you want him in there? Uh, The way he's passed, the way the offense looked, the fact that they scored over 30 points. Yeah, he's uh, he deserves this this start. Got a caller, 412-928-9370. Good morning. What's your name? Hello, you're on the air. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's on your mind? Oh, man, I just, uh, I'm I, I'm really hoping, I mean, Mason Rudolph got all the reps as uh, first team yesterday. I just, I just hope they stick with him. You know, in his career, he's only had 11 starts, including, you know, last week against the Bengals, you know, and that's. You know, Kenny Pickett got way more starts, and he just hasn't produced. And I feel like Mason honestly didn't get a fair shot when they brought in Mitch Trubisky and the whole quarterback battle and all this, so on and so forth. So I hope he at least gets the playoff the rest of the season and, you know, shows out, you know, has has a couple of great games and either his draft – I mean, not his draft stock, but his trade stock goes up and he's able to go somewhere else and produce or, you know, we keep him. Sure. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, I I hope I do hope for the best for him, and I don't know anybody who is in Steelers country right now that that wants Mason Rudolph to fail, or that you know they wish him ill will. I don't think that that's the case. You know, perhaps you can make the argument that he actually isn't good enough. Maybe this one game was a fluke. Whatever you want to say. I mean, there are arguments that can be had and that are valid, but. I don't think that anybody wants Mason Rudolph to, you know, I don't think anybody wishes poorly, you know, or poor, what am I trying to say? I don't think anybody wants him to do poorly if he's not on the Steelers. I don't think anybody wishes any bad almond on him. I think that they want him to succeed. I think most Steeler fans would want him to succeed if he weren't on the Steelers. And if he got the opportunity to continue to play, especially after his performance, I think that, uh, his performance on Saturday last week, I think that, you know, there, there's nothing. There, there's nothing Mason Rudolph has done that, that would make him unlikable um, necessarily. I, that's that's what I'm trying to say. All right, one more caller, 412-928-9370. Good morning. What's your name? Well, German Rod, good morning. Good morning. Good to hear from you. I uh, usually am, you know, Mr. Blow It Up. But if uh, Mason wins all three of these, does fairly good. I'd say 250 yards and better at touchdown. I don't want to say he's going to do exactly what he did last time, but and he takes you to the playoffs if the football gods get you there and win the playoff game. Most definitely, you got a Steeler quarterback controversy going in next year. 
Yeah, thanks for the call. You're right. I mean, it is odd to think about, too, that Mason Rudolph, if the offense plays that way again, it's odd to think that of you know of us saying blow it up, find another quarterback, get the head coach out of here. Right, all of these comments that we were making before. Just think about that. Mason Rudolph could fix all of those problems. That's true. A, a, a week ago, I was even saying blow it up. We need serious change. You can't lose those games like you did. And then they come out and Mason Rudolph gets the offense to score over 30 points. Could Mason Rudolph fix all the problems of the Steelers? Yeah, we'll certainly have a quarterback controversy if Mason Rudolph can finish out the season or even, oh, gosh, gosh forbid, make a playoff push. Imagine that. Imagine what would happen. That would be a heck of a dramatic turnout, especially because it's the quarterback room of the Steelers. Man, that's interesting to think about. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 